Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. Good Wednesday afternoon. Thanks for hanging out with me this afternoon. Do you do your own finances? Do you do your own financial planning, your own investments? I tip my hat to you. I have to turn those things over to someone else. Not because I have so much money, but because I just think when it comes to my finances and my future, I'd rather put it in the hands of someone who is a lot smarter, a lot more experienced in that area than myself. But I think when it comes to choosing that person who is going to take care of your finances, it can be tricky. Do you go with someone your friend recommends? Do you go with someone maybe your bank recommends? I hope that whoever you go with, you've done a little bit of research and you're not blindly giving your money to someone. And want to talk with Kelly Keene. She is the author of nine books, Personal Finance Educator, joins us today. Hello, Kelly. Hi, Angela. It isn't as easy as it seems to find someone who's going to handle your finances. This is a huge decision. It's a huge decision. And um, actually, when I was researching my last book, which was on avoiding identity theft, fraud, and investment scams, the hardest chapter for me to research was how do you, as a consumer, figure out how you check up on or question that you're not sitting across the table from an Earl Jones or a Bernie Madoff. And Angela, that chapter was so hard because, um, you know, there's so many different titles in the financial industry. If it's a financial advisor, an investment advisor, a certified financial planner, you name it. And there's, depending on on what they do and what they sell or don't sell, Mm. it could be a provincial organization or a national one. So, yeah, really, really hard for the consumer. I mean, uh, hopefully some of that's changing, but um, really hard for the consumer to know where to start. And we have had countless stories in Alberta where if I'm going by word of mouth or a friend says, oh, this person is great, you should watch, you're going to watch your investments quadruple. And we've seen people lose their retirement nest egg because of this. So as much as I'd like to say, talk to a lot of friends, Mm -hmm. see who they use. I'm not sure if I even want to leave it in my friend's hands. There's, yeah, that's such a good point. Now there's two things to unpack there. Number one, fraudsters work very, very, very hard to befriend your friends, to be at your church, your synagogue, golf with you, be at your work. So that's number one. Now, number two, even if they are legit, they're registered, they're, the, they're you know, uh, a professional, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean they're right for you, right? So that's, that's why it's so important that, number one, you do your due diligence and check if the person is qualified. Now, interestingly, um, the Alberta Securities Commission did a fake, and you can Google this, they did like a fake uh, investment seminar and they advertised it on Facebook and got a bunch of people out. And it was scary how many people came out to this totally fake uh, scam seminar. And then the actor started taking his suit off and showing that he was just an actor and people were shocked 
at how easy it was to be lured by, you know, these great returns. Uh, you know, you go to the bank and you see that, that, that your, the TFSA advertised there or the GIC or whatever is paying a percent or two. And all of a sudden, if someone comes along and they're promising 8 or 10 mm-hmm. or 12%, and I'm doing air quotes, guaranteed, because it's not guaranteed, it can be tempting to think that, you know, and, and if your friends too, those friends that you were saying said, hey, you know, uh, they were getting paid this amount and they got paid out. Well, sometimes the fraudsters are in for the long term and they're willing to do a couple of payouts before they go for the big, big kill, I hate to say. Well, and, and that's where we have all these pyramid schemes. I, yeah. I, I wonder even when you're, you're saying about how easy it is to look and say, oh, 8 or 10% gr- um, increase returns, that at the heart of all of this, is it greed? Maybe, I, I hate to yeah. say greed, I think greed of the fraudsters, uh, maybe a, a greed of the people who want to invest and make lots of money, but I sometimes hate to do some victim or mm-hmm. pointing the finger at the victim. Well, and good point. Sometimes it's greed, but you know what? You said at the top of this um, show, uh, of this interview, that you're not the kind of person that wants to look after your finances. So mm-hmm. that's okay, but what, what is important there is that you at least know some basics, okay? If you're with someone great, you're, you know, you're sitting down often with um, you know, a pro certified financial planner, someone like that, hopefully they're walking you through what's realistic because... You might say greed, but really, if you just don't know, like maybe someone's offering you, again, air quotes, 8% guaranteed, you might think, well, that's reasonable, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But yeah. if you can only get a percent and a half guaranteed at the bank, then it's not. So sometimes it's not greed. Sometimes it's just you don't know. Um, that person was in a position of authority. They yeah. sounded really credible. It, you know, it's just you, you got to learn the basics at least. Yeah, a, a lack of knowledge for sure. And, and I also wonder when it all began and I'm now well into my 50s so this was many years ago but my my first stop was investing through a bank and then it started to change and you you get more of a financial planner so is that what you see as well with uh, clients that they they start to change even who they handle allow them to handle their money Yeah. Now, I haven't been in the industry for a while. I'm an educator, but certainly the people I'm talking to in Alberta and right across the country, they don't know. They don't know who to go to. Now, as you evolve, your financial needs evolve. So when you're just starting out, maybe the bank is the perfect place to be because you need a mortgage and you need a line of credit and all these types of things, and that banker helps you open up some accounts like an RSP or TFSA. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, some people will, will criticize uh, banks or large organizations saying that the people there are beholden to those products. Mm-hmm. So that, that's something to consider. Mm-hmm. Uh, as your needs change and there's more complexity, then your planner or your person needs to change too. So just because you got someone 10 years ago or 20 years ago, maybe you inherited them. Something too, a lot of people tell me is like, look, I, I, I had this great person and then they left and now I got this other person. I've just been kind of sticking with them for a few years and they just, for whatever reason, haven't made the change. They haven't that, you know, um, just sought out some questions to ask. So a great resource, Angela, is a website called financialplanningforcanadians.ca. There's lots of videos there and articles on what are questions you should ask your person, your, your investment person or your financial planner. How do you shop around? How do you feel, you know, empowered by just knowing the right things to ask? Because sometimes that's 
part of the barrier of why people just don't want to uh, give that person a call, get a second opinion, or find someone to begin with. And even as I talk about how maybe our financial decisions change over our lifetime, as we get older, then we're a little bit more concerned about how much do I have? When can Mm -hmm. I retire? So I think the changes and the conversation happen at different stages of your life. So that's important as well. Kelly, I want to put you on hold because you've thrown out some information there. I want to find out more what people should be looking for, what they should be asking, just to ensure that they've got the right person looking after their money. Kelly author of nine books, Personal Finance Educator, 403-974-8255. If you have a question or maybe a story of how you found the right person, or maybe you don't even need that person, 403-974-8255. We're back after this. It is such an important decision to make sure, first of all, that you're setting aside money for savings for the future, but to ensure that that money is growing. Do you put that in someone else's hands? Do you keep it in your own hands? Kelly Keene is a personal finance educator. And Kelly, you just want to make sure my listeners know to be wary and well-researched when it comes to making a decision of who is going to handle their finances. Yeah, yeah, there's, you know, there's lots of great folks out there. The question is, are they qualified to do exactly what you need? Are they the right fit? Are they really, um, you know, minimizing your fees? And it's not just even about uh, your investments. It's also helping you with those blind spots, Angela. Like, um, you know, are they looking after your estate planning needs, uh, your, your, your retirement, your tax? There's so much more than just the investment map. And unfortunately, a lot of people think, yeah, they've got like an RSP, uh, maybe at the bank, they've got a TFSA, maybe with an advisor or something of that sort. And they're like, yeah, they think they have a financial plan. But unfortunately, that is not a financial plan. That is just a part of it. So what should that financial plan include then? Well, it should include a roadmap that's very specific to you. And people always want these rules of thumb, like, okay, they're maybe 40 or they're 50 or they're 60. Where should they be? I mean, that's like saying, how many calories should you eat in a day? Uh, You know, depends on your height and your weight and your Mm -hmm. activity, right? So it's really sitting down. And now you said to the top of this interview, some people love to crunch the numbers. They do. But most of the time, even professionals have a professional help them, help them see those blind spots, maybe help them when the markets are, are acting erratic. So what that plan should look like is, um, you know, it should delve into everything. Do you and your spouse have a pension? Uh, are you maximizing your employee benefits? Do you, you have life insurance at work? Do you need separate life insurance, mortgage insurance? You can see how I could just go on and yeah. on about what might be in a plan. Um, and it takes time. It takes time to develop this. And depending where you are in your life, depending the complexity of your life and your finances also determines if your plan's super simple. If it's like, look, maybe you just need someone to kind of help you figure out, should you pay down your debt or should you go into an RSP, something simple like that, or it could be much more complex, really depends on you. Um, let me see. I'm just quickly um, putting up financialplanningforcanadians.ca because you yeah. said that is the website people could go to for That's at right. least. Now, is this going to just lead me to one particular company or something, Kelly? No, no. Thank you for asking. This is put out by the Financial Planning Standards Council. These, it's a nonprofit organization. They are the ones that 
certify financial planners in, in Canada on behalf of the public. There's uh, 18,000 certified financial planners in Canada. So we've worked so, so hard to create this consumer site that's, uh, you know, um, not biased at all, does yeah. not promote any, any company or anything of that sort. We do have some professionals on the videos, but not promoting any company. Um, if someone is listening and they're saying, okay, how do I find someone reputable? Because as soon as I hang up the phone, I know I'm going to get emails and tweets asking this. We have another tool, which is findyourplanner.ca, and that's going to let you uh, search all the certified financial planners in Calgary, in Alberta, in all of Canada, figure out who's right for you. You can tick and choose if you're self-employed, you have a young family, whatever your, um, you know, your issues are, you can find all kinds of different individuals that you can call up, you can research, you can interview. And then on that, that website, financialplanningforcanadians.ca, there's um, videos and articles on the questions that you should be asking before you deal with anyone. Uh, a good a good text here, and especially for what Albertans have been through over the last few years. Uh, Tom says, what about all of us who have lost everything from the yeah. downturn? How do we get back on our feet? We can't afford a financial advisor. We don't have the money. We're just trying to feed our families. We need advice. Yeah, yeah, that's a really hard text, and I hear it too all the time. So what Tom needs to do, and anyone who's listening saying the same thing, like, look, times are just really tough and there's no money there. Where you want to go is seek out a non-profit credit counselor, okay? So again, the message is go get help. Don't suffer alone. Don't think you have to have it all together or a plan. These folks uh, see it all. They, they know what's going on. So in Alberta, you've got money mentors here. You've got Credit Canada. Make sure they're a non-profit credit counseling company. Um, and what these people are going to do is they're going to look at your situation. They're going to see, is there, what should you do? Should you um, do this or that with your bank or your credit cards? Um, I think that they're a great first step before even a bankruptcy trustee because they work with bankruptcy trustees to figure out if, in fact, that is your best option. Um, you know, some people feel confident that they can call up their bank or, or, or their, their um, creditors themselves. Yeah. If, if you can, by all means, but the message, if you are having a tough time, don't be silent because if you don't talk to your creditors, they have to make their own assumptions, and usually they don't make the best assumptions if they're not hearing from you or from someone. Yeah, and then you can get deeper and deeper into yeah. financial trouble. Uh, good text here. Full disclosure, I'm a financial advisor. There seems to be much discussion surrounding rates of return, but the investor needs to find an advisor who takes into account debt elimination as well as asset building with 70% plus Canadians retiring with debt. That side of the ledger needs to be addressed. I'm sure you'd agree, Kelly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know if it's that much of people retiring with debt, but uh, certainly people are retiring more than ever. And uh, absolutely, a, a planner, an advisor, someone who's looking at the holistic picture should absolutely be looking at at. Um, exactly what we were saying, debt and everything else. But if you're only seeing someone that looks at a small slice of your financial pie, like this texture saying just your investments, um, you could think you're doing everything great on one side. Meanwhile, you're racking up a line of credit and this, that, and the other thing. And, and exactly, your um, long-term picture won't be what you think it will. Well, and I can see, and you're right, I don't know if 70% plus Canadians are, re- are retiring with debt, but when we've got baby boomers and they've got children who things are different, they're, you know, you're probably helping your adult children more than your parents helped you. So you can understand how it could 
become very taxing as far as parents and their adult children. So, you know what, um, Kelly, if you had a, a minute to wrap things up, what would you say? I would say get help. Like, don't don't think that you can't do this alone, but at the same time, make sure you just, this is Financial Literacy Month. Next week is Financial Planning Week. Just get up five minutes earlier for the rest of November for, for the next 15 days and start to just Google some basic terms. Get an understanding of what interest rates are doing. Um, understand some of these things so when you are talking with someone, you just feel a little bit more confident, but don't feel that you need to know it all. Yeah, and I agree, Kelly, because even as we get older, we feel like, oh my gosh, if I ask any questions, I'm mm. going to look stupid. This is yeah. your money. Exactly. you got to ask some questions. Who cares how you look? Kelly, thanks so much for this. Thank you, Angela. Appreciate it. Kelly Keene, she is a personal finance educator. And I know over the years, my financial advisor, I've asked her lots of questions where she said, okay, I'll explain it again. This is what it means. But um, yeah, make sure whoever you're using, you can trust they are qualified. And that website is financialplanningforcanadians.ca. The other one she mentioned was findyourfinancialplanner.ca as well. So um, some great resources there. Gee, I thought we'd finished talking about GSAs. It's not over yet. We'll talk about that after news.